Welcome back. Hemming Brainiacs talking about William L- Lizzle Bowles. L- William Lyle Bow- Bowles. Didn't have much to say about this one, but Swim says the mama fishy says, I did smile to myself. And when you mentioned being ill on and off over the last few months, young Toby will be bringing you all sorts of illnesses over the years. A study in the journal Clinical Infectious Diseases revealed that parents are 28% more likely to get sick than those without any children. As we know now all too well, immunity from viruses wanes over time. Years ago, I read an article that about the time any viral immunity picked up from when one was young is gone by the time one has their own children. My own anecdotal evidence supports this is true. I caught every viral cold that my kids did. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I've seen it happen, especially with my like my brother has two little kids, and you know as they go off to kindergarten and school and start mingling with all the other kids through winter, especially, yeah, they just bring home everything. Um, and yeah, we've got a you know I've got a seven year old here as well, my stepdaughter, so she's off at school, bringing home every single uh, you know cold. Flu, head cold, sniffle, you name it. Hey, okay, so what do you do? Take more, eat more oranges. Bowles was an English poet, says Swim, a critic, a clergyman noted principally for his 14 sonnets, which express with simple sincerity the thoughts and feelings inspired by a mind of a delicate sensibility by the contemplation of natural scenes. His poetry largely was a diversion rather than to make a living. Over the years, Bowles served as a vicar in a number of parishes. As a critic, Bowles is remembered for his assertion that natural objects and basic passions are intrinsically more poetic than uh, artificial products or mannered feelings. This attitude may have influenced his annotated 1806 edition of the works of Alexander Pope, in which, under mask of judicial impartiality, Bowles attached the great poet's moral character and poetic principles. Uh, he did a bunch of pamphlets and stuff like that after that. Political propaganda, etc. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. And that's today's poet. That's our man, William Lyle Bowles. Bowles. I don't know how to say his name. Um, reading on. Let's read right on to Joanna Bailey, female poet. Always good to see. Johanna, Johanna, Joanna, probably. Yeah, Joanna. 1762 to 1851. Isn't it funny? The women always seem to have the longer lifespans. What's that, 91? No. 99? No. 89. My maths is bad. Um... Oh, bless you. It's Toby. Toby's chilling out next to me. He's wide awake, but he's quite serene. So let's see how we go with this podcast. The Outlaw's Song. The chow and crow to rooster gone. The owl sits on the tree. The hushed wind wails with feeble moan like infant charity. The wildfire dances on the fen. The red star sheds its ray. A ye then, my merry men, it is our opening day. Both child and nurse are fast asleep. 
Enclosed in every flower, and winking tapers faintly peep high from the lady's bower. Bewildered, hinds and with shortened ken shrink on their murky way. Approuge ye then, my merry men, it is our opening day. Nor board nor garner own we now, nor roof nor latched door. Nor kind mate, bound by holy vow to bless our good man's store. Noon lulls us in a gloomy den, and night is grown our day. Abrouse ye then, my merry men, and use it as ye may. And that's it for today. The Outlaws Song. Thanks, Joanna. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Catch you tomorrow.